Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. reading all these different commentaries and I was listening to all these teaching tapes and I was, you know, studying, you know, and, and, and in the middle of it, the Lord just he quietly spoke to my heart and he said, Robert, I've been pouring into you your whole life, the message that I intend to pour out of you to the people I've entrusted to your care. This is all about me. It's not about you. It's easy to get caught up in trying to decipher the mystery of who God is and to torment ourselves attempting to determine what His will is. As Pastor Robert and Elizabeth encourage us in today's message, God's will isn't usually that complicated. Oftentimes, it's been right there in front of us the whole time, and we just have to follow in faith. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part two of their message, Living God's Dream. be aware of it but if you could like what would you dream for your community what what would it be what would be your dream because like for me it's obvious it's 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 bred into me you know it's part of my heritage to to want to to that thing of going to rescue people and take them to safety that is my heritage but that's also god given and and so is yours there's he will whether your circumstances were horrible and and your dreams are that of preventing or protecting others from it, whatever it is, God will use it for his glory. But his purposes for your your dreams are always part of his purpose, and his purpose is always greater and bigger than just you. It will always entail people around you. So ask him throughout the night, ask him, what is it? What are you stirring up in me that needs to be breathed on by the Holy Spirit and, and come alive? Yeah. About 15 years ago, um, maybe a little bit less, I was just really agonizing week after week after week after week. Sermon preparation for me was torment because I felt so inadequate to the task, so, so underprepared for the responsibility you know, that, that God had given me. And, and I remember one day, there was a series of events over the course of a year God used to, to just kind of reshape me in that regard. But one very important one was one day as, as I was I was just tormented, I was just I was studying and studying and studying and studying and agonizing over the passage of scripture and what God wanted me to say to the congregation on Sunday about it. And, and I was reading all these different commentaries and I was listening to all these teaching tapes and I was, you know, studying, you know, and and, and in the middle of it, the Lord just he quietly spoke to my heart 
And he said, Robert, I've been pouring into you your whole life the message that I intend to pour out of you to the people I've entrusted to your care. This is all about me. It's not about you. And it was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. That, that f- from even before my birth, he had been like preparing everything that was going to happen, everything that he would allow, every little experience that he would allow me to have, every little trial and difficulty that he would allow me to go through, every encounter with another human. Do you understand what I mean? That he was, he was working in my life, preparing me and preparing my message, my testimony, if it will, right? He's done the same thing for you. That's part of what we're talking about here. He has been very deliberate about everything in your life. And he has poured into you some things that he intends to pour out to other people. We're talking about what we're calling his dream tonight. And one of the reasons that we call it his dream is that he leaves us free to reject it. Have you ever thought about that? God has a dream for your life. Now, what we usually say is God has a perfect plan for your life, which is true, right? Tonight we're calling it a dream because we're acknowledging that you're free to say no to his plan. His dream is that you would say yes to it. His his desire is that you would say yes to everything that he wants for you. Because his plan is perfect. It's flawless. But in his plan, he alone can be the hero. Right? Because like Colossians tells us, he is before all things. I'm going to talk about this on Sunday. In him, everything consists. He he won't play second fiddle to anybody or anything. Even though we try to put him in that position. He alone is worthy of being number one in our lives. So as we embrace the God-given design within us to dream and to plan, we need to surrender. A a friend of mine, my classmate actually, when I was in my discipleship training school with Youth with a Mission, whatever, 32 years ago now, he was wrestling with this whole thing of being led by the Holy Spirit. You know, he was little younger, I was what, 26, he was 19, and he's trying to figure this thing out, and he was, you know, California kid, you remember the valley girl, anybody remember that whole, he was a, he, I guess he was a valley guy, he just, he had that surfer kid vibe, go, hey, Robert, bro, you know, I've been, I've been really kind of thinking about this. Could, could we talk about it for a minute? I, I just got something I'm kind, of ta- I'm kind of wrestling with. And I said, yeah, sure, Rich. Let's t- let's, what, what is it? And, and he said, well, is it a sin to make a plan? I mean, if I'm supposed to be led by the Holy Spirit, well, isn't it just wicked to make a plan? And I said, no, Rich, it's kind of stupid not to make a plan have to have plans. It's just that our plans have to be submitted to the king. And God in that moment gave me a kind of an analogy. I said, you know, when I was growing up, my dad built houses and every house we built, 
There had to be a set of plans drawn, and, and because we lived in a military town, every, every house had to be approved by the Veterans Administration so that people could get a, a VA loan to buy the house because most of the people were, were going to be applying for VA, VA loans. So every set of plans, we drew the plans. They were very detailed. They had to be very precise, even, you know, like pricing and costs and all these kind of things. And, and then they had to be mailed up to Washington, D.C., to the Veterans Administration for somebody up there to review them and sign off on them and approve those plans and send them back. I said, it's kind of like that. You have to have the plans, but those plans have to be approved. And if we just live our lives that way, you know, um, how do we live God's dream for our lives? You know, a, a mentor of mine once said that the only difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. And God not only has a perfect plan, he has a big plan. Genesis 127, God created man in his own image. Now, see, we read that, we, we all know this stuff, right? We're, this is not news to anybody. But if we back up for a minute, this, this had never happened before. I mean, imagine all the angels. They're all sitting around heaven, and God says, you know, let us make man after our own image. What? I mean, this was a big deal. This had never happened before. This was completely, I think it must have been completely astounding to the angels. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Now, that's a big plan. Made in the image of God and put on a mission to fill the earth, be fruitful, multiply. That hasn't changed for us. His plan for us is still the same, that we would be fruit, fruitful, that we would multiply, that we would fill the earth. You know, I've been kind of vocal about the fact that the last few years have been a little bit confusing for me. I've, I've, I've wrestled a bit because, to be honest, my big dream was to reach the beach with the gospel. But I tied that to the establishment of, of a church. For joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. 
A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.